Hello, welcome to Now Tell Us. This is a program where people come and tell us stories. They come and educate us. They come and inspire us. They even come and highlight a cause that is of passion to them. And every time we have some great guests, and so is today. We have a great guest with us that is going to talk to us about spreading positive change. Now, someone said that change is the only constant, and I believe that. And uh, my prayer and my wish is that uh, the change that happens around us be positive. And so what an honor to have with us today. Rick Onelas, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much, Anthony. It's a pleasure to be on, uh, on your show. I've been looking forward to it. Yeah, it's uh, also a pleasure that we have you here with us. And uh, we are looking forward for a positive change by the end of this episode. Great positive change in people, in society. I don't know what lies ahead of us. All I know is that there's something good ahead of us. Yeah, agreed. I agreed. I think there is, you know, despite all the all the negative times and the difficult times that are are happening in the world, there's always um, the opportunity for some positivity and for, you know, change in the right direction. Okay, and here we go. Before we go right into spreading positive change, we would like to know who is Nick Onelas? Where is he from? So I currently I live in uh, outside of Houston, Texas. I'm originally from Southern California, from Los Angeles, um, and I I am I, I think I consider myself first and foremost, you know, aside from any career or any area of expertise, first and foremost a, a father and and a family man um, because I have have three beautiful daughters who um, are all now grown. My my youngest just moved out just last month, but. Um, but my, you know, my wife. I've been married to my wife Tanya for 26 years, and and my daughters and and my family are are you know the reason for everything that I do in, in life, and so they're they're the most important um, important thing to me. Um, above above that, uh, I'm an ultimate success coach. I'm a best selling author, and I'm a speaker, and um, and the founder of Icebark Change. So I, I wear a lot of hats, <laughs> but. The most important hat would be, you know, family. Family would be the most important one that I wear. Mm, and I love that. I love family. And it's good that you tell us you've got an experience in two digits twice and growing. <laughs> <laughs> 26 is not the joke. I mean, and when you observe um, children learning to walk, uh, to talk, and then uh, experiencing children leaving your home, Oh, that's quite an experience. And so we are going to focus in the direction that you wish us to focus. And as we cover this topic, spreading positive change. So um, what is it about spreading positive change? Where would you like us to start? Yeah, I mean, I'll share in a second where it started for me, that the journey of spreading positive change. But but first, I'll share just what, what it's about. What I consider spreading positive change is any action that we do any time throughout the day, you know, any day of the week, it doesn't really matter, but it's any action that um, impacts others in a positive way. And it can be as simple as mm -hmm. smiling at someone. It can be me being on your podcast and, and someone in the audience hearing something that resonates with them, you know, connects with them in a positive way. It can be um, 
reaching out to a friend that you haven't spoken to in, in a long time, messaging, sending them a message, you know, and, and seeing how they're doing. But, and then it can be much, much bigger. It could be feeding the homeless or doing some kind of charitable work or, or anything. I mean, even, even writing, even writing or having a podcast, all those things, they're, they're just examples of, of ways that we can spread some positivity. And so that's how I see positive change is that every day, each one of us has opportunities to spread positivity, to spread positive change. And we can choose to go that way or choose the other way. Um, and so we all have these choices throughout the day, but I, I see it as, um, as much bigger than that, because I think what we don't always realize, and I was the same way for a long time, is we don't realize that each individual action has the potential to change someone's life, to impact them for a lifetime. And, you know, you talk about, you mentioned, you know, my family or kids and just every word that you you say to a, to a young child has the impact to affect them for the rest of their life and then future lives, people that they might, might impact. And, and it's that ripple effect that, that um, we see from one action to another, to another, that it, it, it spreads far and wide. And that's where I think, you know, having that awareness of, of what we do on a daily basis can really have an impact on, on spreading positive change for sure. Mm. And, and I yeah, and I'm curious to know, because uh, there's a big part of the world that is negative. I mean, anywhere that you go, as you go into school, you go into jobs or businesses, you meet with a lot of negativity. And you being someone who is positively focused and uh, spreading that positivity, was there a time in your life that uh, you that idea came to you and or or in other words is there something that impacted you to follow this path uh, of being positive and spreading positivity something that was maybe a positive influence or maybe and sometimes it happens to be a negative occurrence a negative event that leads you to think okay yeah. i'm gonna follow this direction which was it yeah absolutely and i i love i love the way you you phrase the question anthony because it to answer your question it was actually a little bit of both and a little bit of negative, mm -hmm. a little bit of positive, and I'll explain. So I've all my life, I've been a fairly positive individual. I'm the kind that you know sees the glass half full rather than half empty type of individual, right? So I, I was always been mm -hmm. more on the positive side. However, there's still things that happen in life that get you down. And I, when I was mm -hmm. younger, you know, if I got in a car accident be, oh, it'd be terrible. And, you know, I'd get, get affected and depressed. And so, you know, impacted in such a big way. And, and, you know, my mother used to say, don't make a mountain out of a molehill, you know, just the time you make a mountain out of a molehill, just something so small. And, and I remember um, uh, that, you know, I, 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 although I was positive, still, I would get affected by things that, you know, probably you look back and you're like, oh, that's just silly, right? That That's just nonsense. Mm -hmm. But what happened was in, in 2020, when the pandemic started, so you could consider that the negative catalyst, if you will, when the pandemic started and the world mm -hmm. went into quarantine and, and we all you know have to stay home and, and um, couldn't leave the house and everything, that's where everything changed because I had a coaching business that all of a sudden went, went down to, you know, to almost nothing. My clients requested to stop their services. I was the COO mm -hmm. for one client and I had to be laid off. 
And so I, I found myself getting very anxious and worried about the future because I realized I had no control and no income worried about my family and, and what I would do and how to take care of them. And so I, I started to get anxious and, and fearful and that lasted for a few weeks. And, and then I realized that I was, who was I to be, you know, to think those things because I knew better and I knew that I had a choice to, to choose to be positive in this situation and to look for opportunities in the bright side and, and look for, for new ways that I could, um, you know, improve. So I started to write and I, I wrote a blog about using the time as an opportunity and using the time to help others and to be positive and to be grateful. And then I decided to write a book that had been in my head for 20 years, uh, my book, 12 Hours of Heaven, Lessons for a Better World, which I had always said, oh, I don't have time to write a book. I don't have time. I'm, I'm not, I can't do it. It's, you know, it's going to be too hard. And I had always thought those things. But then in 2020, when all that happened, I said, okay, now I have time. Now I have the time to, to every day, right? You're, you're stuck at home every day. So, so I, I, mm -hmm. I wrote my book and, and in the time of writing my book, I went through a period of spiritual connection and deeper understanding of, of who I was and, and what was important to me. And that's where the idea for spreading positive change was born. That's where the idea for I Spark Change, my organization was born because I came to understand that what I was explaining a few minutes ago, that all of us have a choice to spread positivity. All mm -hmm. of us can impact others on a daily basis. And so mm -hmm. I, I completely changed my whole life, changed the trajectory of, of my life, my career by creating I Spark Change and, and writing my book and, and focusing on building and growing growing that community um, and doing all the things through I Spark Change. Um, and so, yes, I mean, the answer to your question is, you know, it was positive, negative, both, uh, but it, it, it all put my life on a completely different path, you know, the one that I'm on today that leads me to, you know, talk to you today. Mm. And there's something I love in the conversations that I've been having in the recent past, when we mention the pandemic. Yeah, there's a lot of people who went through some tough time and we lost a lot of lives. But then every time that we are speaking with people who are doing something significant on this particular day, they focus back, they look back at the pandemic and say, the pandemic was something positive in my life. And I, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. When all the negativity was happening around the world, there is something that came out of it. And you wrote a book at that time. I happen to also have written a book uh, that was written a book that was uh, 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 just about 20 years as yours. So uh, it's good that, uh, as they say, when life offers you lemons, you make mm -hmm. lemonade. And I'm glad that you did that. I'm glad that you did, and you we keep going. Now, let's go to uh, well, a bit back to when you started your family. Uh, how was it starting a family? Because I know there are many people who listen here and they don't know how to get started in life. Oh yeah, that's a great question. So back, so my wife and I got married young. I mean, we we were we were. I mean, we met, we were 22, 23, we got married 24 years old and we were very young 
and we didn't really know what we were doing. You know, we, we just knew that we, we loved each other and, and we knew that we wanted to spend the rest of our lives together. And we had, um, we had my first daughter right away. We had my oldest daughter, Sarah, we had her right away. And so much of, of caring for her was just a learning process. It was just a figuring it out, trying to take care of her while building our relationship. And, and I'd say that, you know, the, when I was younger, I mean, I was more of a, I was more selfish and I was still a young guy that was focused. I would go play basketball and I, 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 um, you know, do sports and, and I'd be very involved and work and, and my family wasn't as, I wasn't as focused on my family. Sure. I loved my family and, you know, we were building a family and building our marriage and everything, but I was still someone that was still figuring it all out. You know, I had to do a lot of figuring mm -hmm. it out. And, and what, what helped me to figure it out was, was really taking some situations, some negative situations in my life where I realized that it could all be over very quickly. You know, we were in a major car mm -hmm. accident when, with my wife and, and two daughters at the time um, when they were very little where we could have been killed instantly and, and we weren't. And, and after, you know, things like that, they, they really caused me to reflect and to um, understand that my family was so precious and that they were the most important thing in my life. And I began to focus more on my energy and, and attention on them. And, um, and, and then I think that was a big part of, where, you know, I really developed a love for helping others and, and serving others. I think a lot of that came from, you know, from different tragedies that, uh, that you know, for better or for worse, it, it forces forced me to focus on, um, you know, what's important. And, and then in doing so, that's how, you know, I've learned a lot over the years, you know, over my relationship with my wife and, you know, with my raising my kids and, and it's interesting because my wife and I were mentoring a, a young couple that's that's very young, younger than we were. They're they're twenty and, and twenty one, and we're mentoring them in their pre marriage um, through our church in their classes for you know before they get married. And as we've been speaking to them, we're sharing that you know the most important things in our relationship, and I feel in any relationship, are uh, trust and um, communication, and to to really you know, have a very solid foundation of trust and then to have communication, open, open communication um, with your partner um, and your kids and, you know, all those that you're close with, because I think those are the foundations of all relationships. You know, love is great. Love, love is, is going to be there. And, and, you know, there's mm -hmm. plenty of, there's millions of songs about love and how powerful it is. I, I think without, um, without the trust and communication, then, um, then the relationship can't thrive. And so that, that was, that's really been what has, what has been the, you know, the driving factors for us in all these years for family and, and our relationship. Mm, thank you very much for sharing that uh, trust and communication. Uh, that's uh, starts us in the direction of uh, getting much more of what to know much more from you of what has sustained your family, but we'll go to that before we end, uh, we end this uh, show. Now, I wanted to mention these two occurrences that you mentioned. There's a tragedy, a reflection, and a positive change, which is in the car accident. 
the tragedy that was worldwide, which is the uh, pandemic, a reflection and a positive change. I, I think this is how we should focus our life happenings. Uh, happening, a reflection and a change. What would you say of that? Yeah, I, I think that's that's completely accurate, Anthony, because in any situation, like you said, you get the lemons, you make lemonade. In every situation, whether it's positive or negative, we have a choice on how that's going to impact us moving forward. Okay, mm -hmm. so in if someone, for example, when the pandemic first hit and I started going into that anxious time, initially I was choosing to let it affect me in a negative way. Initially, you know, for a few mm -hmm. weeks I was letting it bring me down and make me anxious and fearful and and worried. And so it was having a negative impact on me. But then I made the conscious choice to, no, I'm going to choose to um, let this impact me in a positive way. I'm going to take those lemons and rather than having them, you know, burn my eyes or sour my, you know, my mouth, I'm going to make lemonade, right? Make something sweet out of them. And it, it's the same thing for any situation, whether it was that accident or, or, um, or what have you, is that I think we always have the choice. And I think for a lot of people, and I've been there myself, for a lot of people, we don't realize that we have that power, that we have that choice to, to, to choose happiness, to choose positivity. And so when, mm -hmm. um, when something happens, you know, we be either become a victim or we let it bring us down and then we spend far too long um, being negatively affected by something um, before we decide, you know, okay, now it's time to, to move on. And, and I'd say the, the older I've gotten or the wiser I've gotten or the more I've developed myself, and the more I've read mm -hmm. and the more I've learned is that I've been able to shorten that time. So for example, instead of something, you know, quote unquote, bad happening, and it affects me for weeks or, or, you know, months or a long period of time. Now something happens, I think about it, I reflect, and I move on very quickly. And, and that can be, you know, a day that can be an hour that can be minutes. Um, whereas, you know, in the, in the past, it might take far longer. Um, and, and I think you're right. I think that we all have, you know, things happen, we re reflect, we decide, you know, how they're going to affect us and move on. And I think, mm. I think in learning to go through that process quicker, that's how we can grow as individuals. Hmm. Thank you for that. And uh, at this point, I want to also take this opportunity to thank all our viewers who are watching us live or listening to us. And uh, I take a mention of one, Andy Charles. Thank you very much for leaving us a comment. Love these stories. They help us to remember what really matters. Thanks, Rick. Thanks, Anthony. We need more like this. We thank you, Andy. Yeah. And we thank each and every other of you who is watching. We need your feedback. We need your encouragement to keep on going because each and every one of us would always need a word of uh, an encouragement to keep moving. Now, before we move into the next uh, maybe uh, great uh, question I would ask, I'm curious to know, how do we manage to shorten this time of uh, reflect and change, as you say, that we need now you found a way of how to shorten that period. Mm -hmm. How do we find our own? 
Yeah, that's an excellent question. And I didn't know the answer to that for a long time. Uh, like I said, I didn't even fully understand the um, impact of that accident until 20 years later when I wrote my book. So it, it, it took a long time. What I've, what I've discovered over the years, what works for me and, and others that I've coached is to ask ourselves a lot of questions is, is to let questions be the answer to, to getting through that situation is, is, mm -hmm. um, and there, it, there's a technique in psychology called positive reframing, where we, we take a situation and we, we start asking our, ourselves questions on how to reframe it in the positive light. So how to mm -hmm. look at this situation and say, okay, well, what, what can I do in this situation? If you think you're in a situation where it's completely uncontrollable, you have no control, like the pandemic, I'm stuck in my house. I can't do anything. I can't go outside. I, I can't work. What can I do? Well, now I have time. I didn't ha I've never had time alone, time to, to do this. So what can I do with that time? I'm going to write, right? I'm, I'm going to choose to write and do something positive with. And, and I think by asking ourselves those questions, how can I, um, how can I do something with this situation? How can I, what are the positive mm -hmm. aspects of what is happening? Um, even if it's a good situation, what did I learn from this situation? How am I going to grow um, from what I, from what just happened? Um, what, what am I grateful for, for what just happened? You know, how is it affecting me? How is it going to, you know, um, impact me moving forward? Like just reflecting mm -hmm. and asking those sel ourselves all those questions, those help a lot. And, um, what helps me to do that, to do those reflection is I, I journal, um, I, I, I journal at the end of each day and in the beginning of the day, I, well, at the end of, at the beginning and end of each day, I journal, um, gratitude. So I journal the things I'm grateful for. And I, and I journal other things that I've done throughout the day and, and what I've learned. And that practice has really helped me a lot in that reflection process, you know, that reflection process of asking myself those questions and, and then, you know, answering them and journaling it. Mm, thank you. Uh, would you be kind to tell us a bit more about your book? Oh, sure. So my book, 12 Hours of Heaven, Lessons for a Better World, it's up there on the on the shelf. Yeah, right there. <laughs> I got, I'm backwards. It's right there. Um, it is a, um, it's a fictional story um, that was inspired by the accident. And I can explain that in a sec. But it was, it's a fictional story about an angel that is sent down from heaven and he finds himself trapped in an elevator with 10 individuals, 10 complete strangers, all totally different individuals from all walks of life, young, old uh, men, women. And they're trapped in an elevator overnight uh, for a period of 12 mm -hmm. hours. That's where the name comes from, 12 hours of heaven. And they don't know he's an angel. They just think he's another person trapped in the elevator. And during that time, he's able to help them all through the biggest challenges that they have in their lives. and um, he's able to help them move past those challenges and they all, they learn lessons. Um, that that's the subtitle lessons for a better world. So they learn these lessons that they're able to take with them, um, along the way, you know, after they leave the elevator. Mm -hmm. And these are simple lessons that, that things that I've learned throughout my journey and that you know, really anyone can understand things like practicing gratitude, which I just mentioned. Or, or being present in a situation and not having your mind focused on, on something else or having faith or loving or serving, you know, serving others. These are all things that are, 
are not old lessons. I mean, not new lessons. They, they've been around for thousands mm -hmm. of years, right? And, and all throughout history mm -hmm. and society. Um, but I put them in a, in a, in a creative story in a vehicle that allows the reader to, um, to connect with the characters, to resonate with what they're reading and to understand them in a very, in a very easy message. Um, and, and the book was inspired, Anthony, the book was inspired 20 years ago when 21 now, um, and a half years ago, almost well, 22 years now, when, um, I told you I was in that accident with my wife and my kids, mm -hmm. my two daughters who were small at the time. We were in this major car accident. And after the accident, I went through a period of reflection where I, I said, okay, why, how did we survive? And why did we survive? You know, that's when I started to ask myself these questions. Why did we survive? How did we survive? Um, witnesses thought that we were killed. And the, the analysis of the accident, they, they said, you know, with the car that it, for sure, we could have been killed or, or severely hurt, and we were completely unharmed. And people at the time were saying, oh, you know, there was a miracle or a guardian angel protected you or, you know, there was something like that. And that's where the idea of this of this angel that came down and, and would help people was born. And after the accident, I, I when I was reflecting, I wrote uh, what I called a to-do list for every day, things that I wanted to live my life by. And it's given me guidance over mm -hmm. the past 20 years. And some of the things that were on that list are the same lessons that are in the book and like being grateful. And, um, and so it, it, those things that I learned, those lessons were things that have guided me over my lifetime and things that I wanted to mm -hmm. share. And, um, you know, I always had this idea of this angel and, and the, the story came to me when I was reflecting after the accident and and that's how the you know the story in the book was born okay beautiful and angel helping people and then we have rick onelas who also helps people can you tell us maybe in what ways do you help the people someone listening here could benefit from maybe your experiences or the knowledge that you have yeah absolutely and thank you yeah thank you for answer, asking anthony um I, I help people in different ways. So I, I, as what I do on a, on a regular basis, being a, being a coach, being an ultimate success coach, um, I coach, uh, I, I mainly work with, with entrepreneurs and, and business owners, helping them to get clarity and guidance to navigate the roadblocks that are preventing their success. So I help them to grow mm -hmm. and, and scale their businesses. Um, so that's one way. Um, also through my writing, uh, not, not only do I have the book, I'm, I'm writing a second book, but I, I also write for a number of, of um, websites for life hack and, and different uh, websites that I'll write. So share some different things there on how to, you know, just improve and, and be better. And then the, the last way would be through my organization, iSpark Change. Um, through iSpark Change, I'll do speaking. I'll do public speaking in different uh, places for businesses and organizations and schools and um, motivational and and um, different types of talks to to help them understand the power of positive change, understand the power of social impact. Um, and with iSpark Change, we have very active social media. So we have a very active Instagram. We have a very active. We have a YouTube channel and and, and Facebook group and so forth and and TikTok even <laughs> LinkedIn. 
And on there, we, we share inspiration on a daily basis, motivation. We share stories of other people that are, that are doing positive work in the world to help amplify their message. Um, and lastly, we have a podcast. We have the Ice Park Change podcast where we feature um, stories and individuals that are spreading positive change, that are making a difference in the world. And so we do a, a lot of different ways. Like I said, there's lots of different ways, but all of it is around the theme of, of um, serving others and, and spreading positive change and, and social impact. Wow, that's wonderful. So for all of you who are listening or those who are watching us, it's www.icepackchange.com. Go and follow up with Rick and uh, get to know much more about his family, his business, and uh, also get help in your business through the experiences that he's had. Also get to get his book and read it and see what the angel was doing on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is just about it for today. Uh, it's been such a wonderful time having you, Rick, here on our uh, episode. And uh, we really appreciate you taking your time. We also appreciate all those who've been watching. And just a reminder to anybody who may be new here, you can get past episodes and future episodes at www.nowtellus.com. And uh, if you have a story and you'd like to tell us, if you have something that you'd like to tell us, you're also welcome. So we'll get to see you soon. But before we go, would like Rick to leave us with just a few words that we should always remember. Which are they, Rick? I would say just very simply, Anthony, uh, for everyone that, and, and thank you for having me on, by the way, but I would say that for everybody to realize that they can make a difference in the world, that every day they make an impact on others, whether they realize it or not, every day they impact others and that they can change the world every day and so to to choose to spread that positive change to choose to have a positive impact on others and that's how we make the world a better place wow beautiful each and every day you're impacting someone whether you like it whether you know it or whether you intend it or not you are impacting someone's life now that's a great message we really appreciate you and there's so much we could have covered on this episode, but that's the reason why people should follow up with you and learn much more. I know there are some questions that they would like to ask you on different areas. So remember to follow up with Rick. Again, I say icepackchange.com. And now I've been your host, Anthony Murore, and together with our guest today, who is Rick Onelas, we are saying bye for now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.